What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out BlueWirePods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. Blue Wire. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Ant Wright, your host of Michigan State of Mind. Thank you guys for listening in. I really appreciate it, man. Um, you wouldn't even heard this pod for a few days, but uh, I got a tweet from Lee said seven. Uh, he asked me a question about you know doing a pod about um, you know Jawan and recruitment, and you know I was thinking about that hard, and um, I just have like a really clear conscience right now, so I'm like, hey, might as well just go ahead and. And do it, and you know, let's just go ahead and talk it out. But before I get to that, man, I want to talk about you know Michigan and Michigan State football recruiting, and uh, remember, man, when everybody, whenever someone says rankings don't matter, it is one hundred percent always a fan of a team that does not recruit at a national championship caliber. Every time, every single time. Rankings do matter, especially in football. Especially in football, not necessarily basketball, because basketball, you know, you 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 get a guy for just one year, and you know, and that's it, and he and he goes, and then you got to do the same thing all over again. And it's really important having guys who are going to stay for three, four years. Um, and football, it's different. You recruit at a at a high level, you get a guy like. You get a you you get a stud in. You're gonna have him for two to three years, because of the NFL rule. You're gonna have that dude for two to three years. You have two to three years to hone him and make him the best version of himself. As long as they don't trans, transfer out, you have these studs for two to three years. So they really do matter. They do matter in football, big time, big time. And, um, you know, there's no reason why Mel Tucker is at Michigan State for, what, four months? I know it's I know it's early, but there's no reason why that dude should, you know, bring in the highest rated defensive player between the two schools. And this and this dude's not that bad. His his offer sheet is legit. I mean, you know, Minnesota, Tennessee, uh, who else is out there? Iowa, Indiana, 
Iowa State, West Virginia, Kentucky. Really decent offer sheet, man. And um, and he's from Warren Mott. He's from in the state of Michigan as well. And um, there's no, there is zero reason. There is zero reason why, you know, Michigan right now, they have eight commits. The top five are offense. Why are we taking guys who are in the 700s and 900s and all? Nothing against the kids themselves, but these are guys that, you know, Don Brown and the defense can get like two weeks before before uh, signing day, no, no matter where that kid is committed to. These are guys that you can get late to like plug in and fill holes. There's no, there's no reason why. Like I wouldn't even mind it. We, if we just had, we had just the offense and then we had the special teams kid done deal, done deal. And then I know that Michigan is trending for some defensive players, but at the same time, at the same time, Ohio state, has seven top 150 offensive guys coming in. Ohio State's offense versus Michigan's defense. Recruiting, ranking, it does matter. It does matter. If you say it doesn't, you're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself and you're falling into mediocrity is definitely okay, which it's not. Which it's not, you know, especially if, you know, you want Jim to take Michigan to another level, a level that if you really look back and look at it, a level where Michigan really hasn't been, if you really want him to take that next step. And I think defense is the one thing that Michigan really hasn't changed that much. You know, Don Brown is still recruiting like it's Boston College. He can't, he can't do that in this league, man. He cannot do it, especially looking at how much better Ohio State's gotten. You know, you've got to amp it up. You've got to amp it up. Ohio State has 13 top 150s in 2021, and they're trending for like a top five kid who's like number two or not number three. Six stuff. Six, six stuff. You cannot beat a team if they're always putting up 60. You can't. You just can't. You just can't do it. You don't give your guys. A, you know, Michigan is one elite quarterback away. Okay, okay. To be Ohio State, Michigan has to put up seventy points. Is that what you're saying? Because they're going to get their 50, 60, and they're going to sh- shove it down our throat. They're going to score seven or eight touchdowns, kick some field goals. They're going to get to around sixty. And you're telling me we're one quarterback away? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we are one defensive line away. I think we are one defensive line away, and we are, and we got to get better. We have to get better on the outside. Get better on the outside. We got to get elite on the defensive line, and I think that Michigan will have a chance. But until then, it's just going to be an onslaught and it's going to be a slaughter. And they got to make those changes ASAP, period, point blank. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. 
Our exclusive partner, BetOnline, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. So a quick summary about Michigan recruiting, man. So they ended up signing. They signed Terrence Williams, a really nice power forward out of the D.C. area from Gonzaga. Played with Team Takeover on the AAU EYBL circuit. 6'6", 6'7", tweener, small forward, power forward. He's going to be really good. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, 7'2", 260 player out of uh, DeMatha, also with team takeover. Um, They're coming from the same basketball conference, probably the best basketball conference in the country, the WCAC. Um, He signed as well, too. Very good, very good shooter. Super smart kid. Um, then you have Zeb. Uh, he signed earlier in the year. He he was in the early signing period. Once again, stop correcting me that say he's six one six two. He is not. He's he's closer to to six four six five, and he's going to be a a a combo guard who will play more on the wing, I believe, and uh, may back up the point in emergency situations. But overall, I believe he is going to play off the ball. Um, They also have Jace Howard, uh, who was on scholarship, and then he moved to become a walk-on to open up a couple more spots. And um, with how everything worked out, um, Jawan gave his son the scholarship back. So now there is still one more opening. I'm sorry, Mike Smith, the grad transfer from Columbia, uh, he signed as well too. So there is still one opening left. That's including, um, that's incl- that's that's you know assuming that Liver stays and Franz stays and nobody else leaves. There's still one more spot left. What they want to do with that, I'm not sure. Um, you still have Adam Miller out there, who's now committed to Illinois, pretty much waiting on uh, Ao Dusumu to make his decision and make his choice um, to see what he does. If Ao uh, indeed leaves for the NBA draft, I fully expect Adam Miller to sign with Illinois. Um, if Ao decides to come back to Illinois, um, I don't. I I. I do not think Adam Miller will end up there, and he'll end up decommitting, and I believe he will look at Michigan's way. Um, Really good player, lefty, 6'3", plays a lot like D'Angelo Russell, just a bucket getter and a great passer. Um, Looking at him, uh, another big dude named Kyrie Walker. Not a big man, but he's like a big, small forward. Uh, Kyrie Walker, he's such a good player. There's another kid. He's in class of 2021 who may look to reclassify. um, Jonathan uh, Kaminga, 
who is ranked number one in the 2021 class. Um, I believe, uh, you know, Juwan is going to go after him heavily. There are a couple of grad transfers out there, one from George Mason, another one from South Carolina, both very good shooters uh, who will be available um, immediately. But, you know, for Juwan to, this is his first, what, 11 months ever recruiting. For him to miss out, um, on two big time five star kids and Josh Christopher and Isaiah Todd, and via two four seven composites still pull in a top ten recruiting class is very impressive. That's nothing to scoff at. That's very very impressive. You can talk to me all day, and we can talk about on the court stuff and on court decisions and plays decisions and flow of offense choices and plays to run and you know you know technical you know technicalities here and here with play calls and out of bounds and out of timeouts we can talk about that stuff all day but there's no argument that he has done an A plus job uh, recruiting A plus A plus job his 11th month ever doing this and he still pulls in the number 8 that's still that's still not done yet, but he's pulled in the number eight. The number eight in the country. The number eight class. It's sick. It's sick. And you know, sky is the limit. And you know, that's really cliche, but um, if he continues to recruit like this, um, he'll be all right. But, you know, yes, he does need to get better in games and all that fun stuff. But uh, but he he has shown that he will go out there and work and he will go out there and recruit very, very hard. Now, with Isaiah Todd, you know, and it's, you know, you know, after finding out that, you know, he was pretty much, you know, gone news and murmuring started coming up that, you know, he's been trying to get an NBO contract for months now, but they couldn't commit to anything due to the coronavirus. They didn't want to agree to a contract and all of a sudden have to have to, you know, pay this kid who was just going to stay at home all day. So they, they can never promise him and they could never give him any type of guarantee. So that's why you didn't see an announcement earlier about that, but Isaiah Todd has opted to go the the uh, G League route, which I'll come back to here in, in a second. Then you have Josh Christopher. Um, uh, I told you guys that I have a source, and he doesn't miss. And um, you know, talk to him in September, and again in like December, January, then again. Um, several hours before the commitment went went down and he stayed firm that he's going to stay out west and um, and go to Arizona State. If you haven't, and um, I'm going to make sure I get his Twitter right. Give me one second. Like, I'm like, I'm like 99% sure it's BF Quinn. I just want to make sure I get it right. Yeah, it's okay. Go to BF Quinn, his Twitter, Brennan Quinn. 
and um, and you need to go to go to his article about with Josh Christopher's dad in there. You need to read that. I'm not going to tell you what he said. I'm not going to give you quotes because that wouldn't because that doesn't give justice to that article. It was a great article written. Look at it. Read it. Um, it sheds a lot of light on a lot of things. And I just think Jawan just got in with two five stars who uh, I'm I'm not going to talk bad on any, you know, kids, but he got in on two handfuls. (laughs) I'll say that much. He, he got in on two handfuls. Does Juwan stop recruiting five stars? No, he does not. Uh, He goes after the best players who he believe can play with him and play under him and grow, whether it's for one year, two years, it doesn't matter. Um, You know, look at, you know, Zaire Williams. He's a, what, number five player in the country? And he's going to go to friggin' Stanford. And he's not going the G League route. You know, there's there are, you know, not every five-star is just prima donna. Because I, I think that a lot of people are starting to put these five-stars all in the same category, all in the same bucket, as in they're all selfish and they're cocky and they're arrogant and they're only in it for themselves. That is far from the truth. Stop doing that. Don't do that. Because, I, I, you know, Spath, Spath is, you know, Spath is my guy. But, man, he said something really stupid the other day. Good Lord. You're my guy, Spath. But good Lord, man. Should, you know, you know, don't recruit, why would, come on, man. Yes, you recruit the best players you can, period, point blank. Juwan recruited the best players he could, and he came out with the number eight class in the country. And it's still not over yet. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. Don't lose your minds. Don't freak out. Juwan just has to be smarter about, you know, about, you know, you know, you know, get a little bit further, get a little bit deeper in exactly who, who you're dealing with. And that's what Beeline did very, very well. He did recruit five stars, but he recruited really high character guys, team first guys like Jalen Brown. He wanted Jalen Brown so bad, so, so bad. And that was one that was you know, he wasn't in it to be selfish, very talented player, but, you know, everything was team first with him. It was never me first. Um, so, yeah, Jawan, you know, do the same thing next year, but, you know, be more selective about, you know, if there's a red flag, it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all, man. Because, well, whatever is a red flag there, it's just going to get exposed at an at an institution like like Michigan because that stuff will just will not fly. Please read Quinn's article. It was really really good. If it was it was either he wrote it or he was posting an article from a different athletic person. But either way, it's on his page. Go check it out as soon as possible. 
And I've shared before on Twitter, but I'm going to kind of go over it again here in summary. So this whole G League offer thing, man. So last year, they offered like 125K, join a G G League team and all that fun stuff. It didn't work. So they needed to revamp it. So Sharif Abdur-Rahim, he met with Adam Silver and what Sharif did, he he put put on his boots and he went out there. He went out there to you know talk to these talk to these guys, talk to these prospects, talk to their families of you know what would be appealing to them if they if they were to go the pro route. Why should they stay in the U.S. for pennies when they could just go overseas for one to two mil or? You know, go to a college and you know get paid under the, you know, under the, you know, desk something, or under the table. And um, so he went out to these Under Armour circuits, this the uh, USA Developmental Hoop Summit that's out in Colorado every year, and just talk to the inner circles and say, "Hey, look, we're trying to put together a package. What is most important for you?" And a couple of the main things was you gotta you gotta up the salary is one. Um, you know what benefits does this include? How many games are we playing? Um, you know what are we doing in terms of uh, you, know, you know you know colleges offering an an education? Although for a lot of them it doesn't really matter. And then location was big. You know, you don't want to spend time in, you know, South Dakota, North Dakota. Come on, just be real here. And that all makes sense. That all makes a lot of sense. So he went and he put together this package. And, you know, Jalen Green, we're going to use him as this example. He's he's going to get over $500,000 over that. Um, But he has these little tasks to do. You know, he has like a life skills class. He has a different type of course. He has another course. He has to do X amount of, you know, community service work. Um, he has to do all these things. And, you know, if he abides by them, he gets bonuses. And these bonuses plus that salary puts him right around a million dollars. That's not including what he's going to get in sponsorships. He'll be able to sign early with Nike or Adidas um, or Under Armour wants to wants to you know swoop swoop in. These shoe companies can now talk to these guys because they're no longer amateurs. You can talk to these guys and you can sign these guys um, when they're in that situation. On top of that, they can they 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 also added free tuition. So you get a free college scholarship that you could finish pretty much at your leisure. A lot of NBA guys do this um, in the off season. They'll take part time courses. Not sure if many guys knew that, but um, but that's like a popular thing to do. And then that's why you see guys who were like thirty something they end up graduating is because it took them like eight or nine years to finish these courses because they take like five or six credits a year over time. Um, Location's huge. So Jalen Green is not going to be in North Dakota. He's going to be in Southern California. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's not going to kill the NCAA. Um, It's only going to be like, you know, like 10, 
12 kids are going to get this opportunity, I believe, truly after, you know, looking back and reading into it. I only think that they're going to take about 10, 12 kids. But at the same time, the NCAA does want the best product. Um, what's nice about this is that, you know, you're going to have, you know, these these kids who decide to go to college really want to be there. And... Um, and those who don't want to be in college but also don't qualify for this G League thing, they can go overseas if they want to. And uh, But no, this will not kill the NCAA at all whatsoever. And, um, and I'm not even sure if the NCAA is going to do anything, anything about this. Because, you know, these guys aren't even going to G League teams. It's like, it's called the G League contract, understandably, but it's more like your own pro academy team, and you're in a very structured environment. This is not like, this is not, you know, day basketball camp. Um, roughly around 20 exhibition games versus G League and international competition. And this is only its real, this is really its first year. And it's going to be really interesting because if there's really positive feedback after after this year, you're going to see guys probably fighting for those top 10 spots next year. And that's going to impact the way that some of these Blue Bloods recruit. You know, James Wiseman this past year, he would have went into this without a doubt. He would have went into this and does Penny still want – does he still – spend time on him. Cade Cunningham, who's in 2020, you know, he's going to like like Oklahoma State. He's ranked number one or two in the country. You know, does Oklahoma State spend a lot of time on him? You know, honestly, when they could take that time and, you know, you know, and go with somebody else, it's, it's going to be really, really tricky. It's going to be very, very tricky. And... You know, college coach is probably going to be up front and want, want these, you know, parents and want these recruits to be very, very transparent. But a lot of times they're not trans, transparent because they still want that attention, not knowing if a G League contract is coming or not. So it's like a catch-22, and it's a game that's going to be played. It's going to be another aspect of recruiting. Now, when you go into these recruiting battles, you're not going up against only Kansas, Duke, and UNC. You're going up against this pro academy that's out there as well, too. So that's why Jawan needs to take another step of being um, um, a lot more picky about who he's recruiting at a, at a very high level and uh, try to get the beat early to see if this guy is someone who's going to play in, in, in college or someone who's going to choose to um, opt out and go this route here, which, you know, it could happen, you know. It's it's a very nice package. If you haven't if you haven't read up on it, you should read about it, man. It is it is very well done, well thought through, very efficient, and um, they could not have done a better job. They could not have done a better job. Point blank, period, man. But uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, and uh, make sure you wash your hands. Wash your hands, social distancing, 
be smart. If you're one of those people who are like, this, this virus can't do anything to me, blah, blah, blah. that's okay. That's fine. Just make sure you cover your mouth. Make sure you wash your hands. Make sure you be responsible. Don't bring anything back home because um, those are your loved ones. But those of you who are essential, please, 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 please take care of yourselves. Uh, you come first. You come first. Every single time. You come first. Your family comes first. Stay safe. Wash your hands, man.